Welcome to the Simplified Trading Marketing Podcast with me, Alan Collins, an electrician, electrical service business owner, and certified marketing consultant specializing in home service trading businesses. I want to take you, the listener, from confusion to clarity when it comes to marketing in your trading business. This podcast will help you gain knowledge, tricks, tips, and methods that you can deploy straight into your trading business today. In the last few days, my wife and I have both had a look at new vehicles, one being in the Land Rover garage and another being a Ford Raptor, but it was in a Toyota garage. There were some observations in both garages, but let's start with the Land Rover. So initially, the inquiry was made on car sales. My wife sent an online inquiry about a vehicle, and I think within about five minutes, she'd gone upstairs and the phone started ringing. I seen a 08 number, which I presumed was Adelaide. So I thought it was a spam caller, so I answered, but it was the dealership calling via car sales system, whatever system they use. And it was an immediate response to her online inquiry, which was amazing. It was within five minutes. That was the first thing with the quick response was very impressive. So they were totally on the ball with that. So next thing is they tried to schedule an appointment. Being over the holidays, there was loads of free days in between that we were doing nothing. So we went and had a look at it the next day. On arrival, we walked into the main area, met with the gentleman in sales, a very nice guy, offered tea, coffee, almost forced us to have a coffee, which was nice um, in a way. Then we had a look around the vehicle. There was no nonsense, no bullshit with that salesman. With that dealership, I feel like they don't really have to push a sale. If you're in the market for that type of vehicle, it's quite upmarket and my wife works very hard. So She's trying to treat herself to a car, but she's still on the fence if she's going to. Just took us through the car, the extras, and all of that. When we sat down to crunch the numbers and all of that, we figured out the package that we wanted, had a chat to him. There was zero pressure on the sales with him. After we'd spoken to that gentleman, we went to the finance section, had a chat to the next guy, and he was super nice as well. Very chilled out, no pressure again, and just went through everything. And we got our figures and our leaflet, which was all typed out on computer and printed out. Now, keep this in mind for a later part of the podcast. Then we had a little test drive just before we left. Drove the car back in and he just said, reach out if you're ready. And there was no pressure. And I think because of that, it's like, why are you not pushing the sale? We want this vehicle. And I believe that my wife will purchase that vehicle, but she's just having a little think about it. So... That was that one in Land Rover. It was quite, it was a really good experience. They were just upmarket. I think in that area, if you're going there to buy a car, you're basically, you're not going to kick around. They don't have to push the sale. So next up was my experience. I got a fit because I was getting jealous that she's looking at cars. I always wanted a Ford Raptor. Not always, probably the last three years. Really, really wanted a Ford Raptor. Couldn't justify it because of too many company vehicles and a personal vehicle as well. And it just didn't financially make sense. What I did was I went on car sales, started scraping along on Ford Raptors. They range from anywhere from 110,000 to 95,000, maybe a little bit less for basically a dealer demo or a brand new. So I found one that was pretty local. I sent an inquiry and no word of a lie, I reckon within about 30 seconds, my phone was ringing, which again was very impressive that the dealer responded rapidly. I had a chat with him. I thought it would be an answering service, but it was actually the dealer himself. So straight away, I got to talk about the vehicle, what I had to trade in, and just everything about the vehicle, quick rundown of it. And then he was suggesting that they're open tomorrow, which is today. 
So that was very enticing to have a look at it because I'm at nothing, as mentioned. I decided to go down there and have a look. What that dealer did prior to getting off the phone call is he suggested sending a video, which I thought was fantastic because it saves me actually going down there beforehand. I can just get a visual of the, the vehicle itself. So he took a video, sent it to me on WhatsApp. I knew exactly what I was in for. There's 300 kilometers on the clock, so it was basically brand new. So my interactions with my dealer were a lot more interesting, I feel, just from an observational point of view. So I set off down the road. It was about an hour and 20 to the gong. So got there about 11 a.m., parked up my vehicle on the outside of the dealership. It's quite a large dealership down there and went for a walk around the car park before I actually went to the dealer because I wanted to have a sneaky view of it beforehand um, just to give it a once over in case there was anything um, wrong with it or any panels misaligned. So as I walked through the car park, I spotted two other Raptors as well, which was interesting. So there was two blue and one white. So there was a selection. As I went to the Raptor that I wanted, there was three sales reps just hanging out around the corner having a smoke. So as I got to the vehicle, they seen me and then one started approaching. I said the gentleman the name that I was looking for. And then he finished his cigarette, came over to me and went to shake my hand, which to me personally on smoke was a bit of a dirty interaction. I shook his hand anyway. I'm sure I've shaken a lot worse hands out there. So anyways, we went through the vehicle. He got the keys, had a look around the inside of it and not much pressure or sales i asked was there any wiggle room he said there was the best he could do was 500 dollars. it really is a dealer's market at the moment back in the day maybe before covid you could probably haggle a couple of thousand off a vehicle now it's basically the balls in their court because of the the long way for the new vehicles and uh, went through the vehicle then we went to go for a test drive so i had to give all my details he then basically threw me the keys which i found was really nice he just said look go wherever you want to go up the road whatever left me off my own which is fantastic because I get, got to play around with all the settings got to drive it on got to do whatever I wanted with it and he wasn't in the car so that was a really nice experience I came back and this is where the really interesting things were he told me to park the vehicle just outside the front door we, he'd sort it out later so I was like okay cool didn't think much of it parked the vehicle right outside the front door went in spoke to the lady in finance there super nice lady again as we were speaking, I noticed she took out a paper page and then started writing down all the details on it. Really loose figures and nothing too fancy. So in the game of sales, there's a thing called the paper towel close, which is Charlie Greer, I believe his name is the originator of it. What the psychology of it is, this piece of paper is cheap. It's just a bit of paper. It comes from a paper towel. It's actually meant to be a hand paper towel that you do this on, but it's gone to paper. That's why you see in here of some of the bigger companies within the major cities, they do the strategy where they sit down at the table, they run through three options on a bit of paper. So it just doesn't seem like it is the it is that expensive. If you're doing it on an iPad, it's more techy. It seems like it's more expensive. It's a very psychological thing. So she went through the figures and I actually did a bit of research on this and it was exactly as it is on his script that the dollar signs were only on the discounts. It's a very psychological thing. It takes your focus away from the bigger figure on the page and you actually just start looking at the dollar and then the discount. So I thought that was quite interesting, but they used that strategy. I didn't want to commit, so I said I was going to think about it. As I said that, the lady in the said to me, what's holding you back today? And that's such a salesy close. I didn't like it, but basically, as I said to her, it's 100 grand, so it's a big decision. And look, I'll have a think about it. Yeah, it was a very salesy kind of ending to our conversation, which I didn't like. 
Then as I walked out the door, the penny then dropped of why they asked me to park it right outside the front door. It's because as I exited the building, it's right in front of you again. So if there's any doubt or uncertainty and it, you just need that little shove over the line to commit, the vehicle is there in front of you and it's just top of mind as you leave and it's top of mind as you drive back down the road in your old car. The difference in the two garages was funny because the Land Rover didn't really need to do any sort of sales tactics. Some lessons and observations that just even to look at your own business is speed, number one. How quickly that lead that came in from my wife and I was responding to was unbelievably impressive. The quicker you can get hold of somebody, like that snap of a finger as we were booked in for an appointment the next day. It's almost like booking in a quote immediately the next day. You've got the front foot, you're in there. Even if you're calling back and you're not going out to a quote, you get those pictures requested and sent, you're way ahead of the game. Number two is to be careful in what you say in conversation or just in passing to a client or potential prospect. This guy in the Land Rover garage tried to be a bit funny, whatever. He mentioned north, south, borders, bombs. To the wrong person, that can be very, very offensive. It's like a water off a duck's back with my wife and I. But to the wrong person, that could have cost him that sale 100%. So be careful what you say to your clients or in front of your clients. Number three is somebody will always buy your stuff no matter the price. There'll always be a small percentage that will pay your price no matter what. Take, for example, the Land Rover. They barely attempted the sale because they knew they'll get that sale done. If it isn't us, it'll be somebody else. Somebody is going to go in there and buy that. It doesn't matter. So if you put yourself at a pedestal as the go-to person in that area, someone will buy your stuff. Number four is use props when you're trying to get a sale or an upsell. For example, I know a plumber that sometimes does this of if he does an inspection, he finds some flexi holes in the house that are, they're hanging in there, but they're not going to last that much longer. What he does to push the sale over the line is bring in one that has burst, that there's a clear burst mark on it and explain the damage that's been done to the property by that pipe bursting. So what can you do in your trade? What prop can you use that you can get that sale over the line? What inspired this was parking the truck outside the front of the building as they passed it on the way out. That was the prop that they used. Lastly, number five is always follow up your leads. We have, it's been a few days for both of us now, and I have had a follow up, which is fantastic from the dealership. However, Land Rover have not followed up. They really do play hard to get, which I admire, but it could be that shove that gets it over the line. Always follow up with your leads. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. I want to thank you for taking the time out to do so. I want to ask of a favor. If you know any other tradies that may take value from this, please send them the link. Also, please subscribe to the podcast. It greatly helps it. And lastly, if you're interested, we've got a simplified trading marketing course launching soon, along with a weekly newsletter with a marketing tip. To join the waitlist, click the link in the show notes, enter your name and email. I'll speak to you soon.